You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome, everybody, to the latest edition of Behind the Braves, presented by Jostens, the official podcast of the Atlanta Braves. I'm Ricky Mast, Atlanta Braves Digital Media Content Manager, joined here in the Atlanta Conference Room at Truist Park, overlooking, uh, we can see all kinds of stuff. Wait, did I actually say your name yet? Director of Braves Alumni Relations, Greg <laughs> McMichael, joining me here in the Atlanta Conference Room. This this is like, I tell you, for the fans out there listening, as far as views, I don't know if there's a better conference room here that we have in the office. Maybe we the can, one above us. Oh, Bill yeah. Lucas. Bill Lucas is probably the best one, yeah, because same spot, but a little no, higher up. Pillars here. Yeah, that's true. So just for... Just to make y'all jealous of us, we can see <laughs> over Truist Park, uh, right over the Chop House, out one window. There's the Chick-fil-A cow there. There's the Omni, the Plaza. It's a nice spot to have a have a podcast taping, that's for sure. As you noticed, we we made we we took a couple weeks off there just to let the the season play itself out and end. Uh, a World Series champion was crowned. They weren't the Braves, so I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but it's over. And I was I was telling my team. On social media side the other day, I said, you know, I kind of treat it like once that final out of the World Series happens, then the next season starts. Unless you just won the World Series, then next, the re- next season doesn't really start until after you've recovered from the parade. That's right. <laughs> uh, but but other than that, uh, the next season starts as soon as that the last out of the World Series happens. So as far as I'm concerned, it may, st- it may still be 2022, but the 2023 season has begun. We're, as we're taping this on Tuesday, November 8th, uh, Election Day, by the way, hope you got out there and voted. I, I did early voting, so. Oh, I didn't. I got to go today. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you either, you, we're either voting for the same person or you got to go cancel my vote out. So, yeah, <laughs> go vote, Greg. Um, but uh, I believe free agents can start signing as of Thursday the 10th, I believe. So, later this week. And that's uh, that's that's Alex Anthopoulos season is We've what I We've already had it. a trade. I know. We were, I think we had the first transaction of the, of the offseason. I'm not sure about that, but I, I think it we might It was pretty have. quick. It was... <laughs> Talk about it was not too long after that last out of the World Series. So acquired outfielder Sam Hilliard from the Rockies. So well outfield depth there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the off season, the hot stove season is is always a lot of fun. So we don't have as we're sitting here taping this, free agents can't sign yet. So we don't have a whole lot of actual news, but it is exciting. I always get like kind of jacked up for this time of year. It's fun, isn't it? Or I, well, I assume I don't know for a player if you're a free agent, it's probably not as fun, is it? No, I I think this time of the year is more of just a recovery mode to me. So you know, you think about how long the season is, and you think about all the things that happen during the year between travel and your family. I always view November and December December as just kind of like taking a big breath of fresh air and and just kind of calming your mind and all that so I never even thought about the free agent stuff I was only I was never a free agent I you know I got traded and some free agency was bought out but I could see where it could be kind of nerve-wracking you know uh good or bad if you if you've had a great year it's probably a good kind of nerve-wracking but if you had a bad year you might be a little concerned about trying to find a job so uh I don't know. I I think it's just one of those times to just sit back and relax. And, and I, around here, it's a little different now working with Braves. I mean, we had budgets we had to go through. We're, we're doing all this planning. And, and uh, fortunately, uh, we just finished that. And now it's kind of finishing up a few of our 
you know, tie up some loose ends for the end of the year. We've got some big events that we're going to talk about today, yep. which we're real excited about. And then, you know, for me, for the last 12 years, it's been all about fantasy camp going into January. And so it gets a little hectic as the year end ends for me, just because I'm trying to, you know, tie up all that to get ready for it. Uh, so I, I kind of have mixed emotions. I still have that part of player in me that's like, oh, okay, I should be, re- I should be resting right now. But then now I realize, well, wait, I'm not on the team anymore. So now I'm still working. <laughs> You know, trying to get things, you know, squared away for next year. But uh, I don't know. I think just my mind and um, and everything that's going on throughout the year, because we, we, you know, as well as I do, we're really busy around here with the Braves. All the stuff that we got going on 360 days a year, you you need a little bit of downtime. So I, that's one thing I do look forward to with Thanksgiving and Christmas is that there's some definitely some downtime for us. Yeah, I, November is kind of, to me, that's kind of the, all right, chill out a little bit time. But my mind will only let me do that so much because I was like looking at the calendar the other day. I'm like, well, we're only this amount of days away from heading back to Northport for spring training. And I'm like, I need to start planning some of this stuff now. So it is still calmer than the regular season. But I think that's part where it's, I'm sure it is very different for a player where you really can just check out of it mentally physically all that physically recover mentally just kind of give yourself a break for a little bit i was watching the nascar championship race the other day and former behind the braves guest and big braves fan chase elliott was one of the final four competing for the championship came up short didn't win and in his post-race interview he said you know i think i'm ready to just go do something else for a couple of months (laughs) which and i get that because you know long it's february to november it's kind of well really it's about about the same timetable as baseball if you at least if you're in the the team that goes the whole way or goes most of the way and i get that you need a couple 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 months off or some time off just to give yourself a break but even on this side working yes we get a little bit of a break but it's we're already i'm i'm already excited looking forward to next stuff next year and like all of y'all listening i'm looking forward to see what alex and the front office are going to do they don't tell us what they're going to do which is probably the the smart thing for them to do uh, <laughs> but we look forward to it just as much as you do to, to seeing what what's going to happen and what we're going to do what moves we're going to make who's going to play shortstop stands be coming back is it going to be somebody else you know all that stuff so it's a fun time of year for us but as as you just said there greg we, we've got stuff going on just because the big league team's not playing. We've got stuff going on year-round, and the main subject of today's show is a huge event we have at Truist Park this weekend that I know you're very excited about. I'm excited to just to just to see it, as are our guests are very excited about it. Uh, so why don't you tell the loyal Behind the Braves listeners a little bit about yeah. what we're doing today? So we have Matt East and Lisa Chapman here with us today from the Georgia Dugout Club. And one of the things that we've been looking to do specifically in the amateur arena around Atlanta and the Southeast is how can we partner with some groups that are down in the down in the weeds developing the game of baseball and softball how can we encourage them partner with them support them in what they're doing and so i identified the georgia dugout club as one of those groups that we would try to come alongside and see how we could help and as we talked to matt 
and Lisa trying to figure out the timeline of softball versus the baseball season and all the things that we got doing. We identified this event called the uh, All-State Fast Pitch, you know, showcase that we're doing here. And uh, th- last year, I think they had it at Beaufort High School. They've been doing it, um, as you'll find out, they've been doing it for uh, a little while. But they're basically, we're taking the top 80 high school seniors that were nominated by coaches around the state of Georgia. And Matt will tell us some of the numbers as we get into it um, in the podcast. But man, what a great opportunity for us to to support the game of softball. We're actually going to be playing it on the diamond here, truest, on Sunday. And uh, we're putting up a temporary fence and we're going to, we're in inviting all family, friends, the public to come out and check out uh, these four games that we're going to play. We divide them into regions onto four teams, and they're going to each play two games. So we're going to start in the morning around 9 o'clock, and we might not get done until 5 5 p.m. I think is the last game. So it should be a great time. These girls have worked so hard. I mean, if you look at their numbers, uh, GPAs, all the kind of stuff, they are top notch. So we're so excited about having them out at Truist Park, and we're looking forward to this event. So this is one of our our final two events that we're doing for for the year. The second one is we're uh, supporting the Georgia Dugout Club and their coaches clinic. I've got Tony Vitello coming out to speak to uh, there's seven or 800 coaches from around the state, baseball and softball. He's, he's going to be speaking to them um, at the, uh, the Vols head coach, right? That's right. Yeah, Tennessee uh, baseball team that, that they were number one most of the year this past year. Um, and then we're going to have our current coaching staff as well as some alumni that are going to be out here talking to them through stations that they're going to be going through. Did you say Say seven or eight hundred coaches are going yeah. to be here. Holy Baseball cow! And softball. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? That's great. And they're going to hear from yeah, not Dave, just a, a David top... Justice is going to be here. Wow. Mark Wollers is going to be here. Kevin Seitzer is going to be here. Uh, Rick Kranitz, our pitching coach. Eddie Perez, alumni and uh, current coaching staff member. He's going to be here, and I'll have a few other guys. And they're going to be having these talking to these coaches about catching and outfield play, pitching, uh, hitting, all that good stuff. So, so we're excited about that. That's going to be in December, but we're going to take care of this All-State, you know, fast-pitch game here or games here coming up on Sunday. Well, as you're going to hear, and you'll hear me say this with Matt and Lisa, but I'm really excited about this. I truly do love, like, fast-pitch softball is such a great sport that I didn't know about until my family got involved with it gosh about 15 years ago now and i it's just it's so great and you're and you're going to hear matt in particular describe this a little bit but when we say you're the 80 best high school softball players are going to be here at truest park this weekend we truly do mean it i mean you are these are young ladies that you're going to see in the college world series someday that you're going to see at huge prominent d1 programs uh this is going to be a wonderful wonderful event and i i I kudos to you uh, and jb and doug and matt and lisa and everybody for putting it together because i think this is this is a really it's a great thing for on a number of levels. I mean, growing the game number one, which is, is paramount to everything else, uh, promoting the you know young athletes here in Georgia. Even from a business perspective of, look, that's part of the Braves. We want to grow the games of baseball and softball because those are going to be, and you know, in the case of a Michael Harris, it might be a future Atlanta Brave. But in the case of a lot of people, people that are going to be Atlanta Braves fans for their lives, you know. So I, I certainly know my family, my sisters, their love of the Braves is probably was probably exponentially so much larger because they played softball. And so then they would watch big league baseball in addition to watching softball on TV. So uh, it's just a great event braves.com slash softball all state 2022 
Braves.com slash softball all state 2022. You can go there, check out the information. Buy a uh, ticket. Buy a ticket. Come on out and watch these girls play. And there's going to be, you'll, you'll hear us talk, get into what all is going to happen. I mean, there's a home run derby, a lot of, a few games. It's just going to be a fun day. So, uh, Matt and Lisa, though, I'm trying to do their job for them and say what's going to happen. <laughs> Why don't I just shut up and we'll let them tell you all about uh, the GDC all state softball game here at Truist Park. So, here they are. Well, hey, guys. Uh, welcome to uh, Truist Park and being a part of the uh, Behind the Braves podcast. Uh, we've got some great things to talk about today and specifically want to focus on um, uh, the All-State game that's coming up on Sunday. And uh, you guys have been diligent in helping pick the top 80 high school girls here. For So tell us a little bit about that. At least I'll t- start with you. Tell, um, tell everybody a little bit uh, about what you do with Georgia Dugout Club and then um, just talk about how we got to where we are today with picking picking the top 80 girls yeah um the georgia dugout club is started you know about 12 years ago for softball it's been around for baseball several years before that but each year i think that we've helped grow the sport a little bit in the state of georgia by running uh this all-star game and our clinics that we put on and some tournaments we do throughout the year but the all-state game is our favorite event that we host by far because we get to select you know 80 of the best softball players seniors in the state of georgia and you know, that process starts by high school coaches nominating these young ladies. And then we have um, a group of coaches that we select each year to be a part of the nomination process. So once they're broken up nominations into regions, then these coaches have to go about, wow, look at these stats. Mm. <laughs> and they're all really good. How do we, you know, narrow it down to the best 20 for per team? And we have four teams of 20 players that represent regions for across the state of mm. Georgia. And, you know, it's, it's a fun event. It's uh, it's exciting for these young ladies. And I know this year they're really excited about Truist. We haven't <laughs> seen this much excitement around the event in a couple of years. And we've, we've been across the state, hosted it in Macon. Uh, we've been to LaGrange. We've been to Buford. So, you know, we've moved the event around the state, and every every year, you know, we get lots of good feedback from these senior parents saying, wow, this was a great way for us to, for our daughters to be able to end their high school career, hmm. you know, at an event like this. So it's exciting for us to, to be here at Truist with you guys. Yeah, well, Matt, I remember um, you and I sitting with uh, JB, and we're talking over lunch about this event, and right then, as soon as you were telling me about it, I knew this is something we had to have at Truist Park, and coming off the state championships in Columbus, and then, um, you know, what a perfect fit for um, for us to be able to have an event like this, because softball is one of the few states that have, you know, they play you know, in the fall. So being able to have this event here at the stadium, I thought was just perfect. You know, my role and Ricky's heard me talk about this at nauseum, but my role is, is part of growing the game, looking for, for relationships like we have with you guys in the Georgia dugout club. So how can we come alongside and support, you know, girls softball and uh, amateur baseball and really do our part because, you know, we're, we're we're a baseball team, right? People are like, well, why are you supporting softball? Well, because it's it's a great sport. It's just like baseball, right? It, and um, we want to do our part to um, promote it, just like any other sport. Specifically, something that's so related to baseball. And then, of course, we're all Braves fans, right? So there's just as many Braves fans that play softball that do baseball. So Matt, tell us a little bit about what you do and and just how excited you are to have this event here at Truist. Yeah, and and, and 
you said it, excited. And the excitement is on social media that we're putting out on our end. The excitement is even with the girls that unfortunately didn't get selected. Their their emails back and forth, their messages back and forth to us as an executive committee. It was just like it was just an honor to be considered. And, you know, this uh, this afternoon, um, you know, we got some tweets saying that, you know, unbelievable opportunity for me to play at Truist Park. And it's from a girl that's played in California. They've played in Florida. They play games all the time with their travel and their school team. Hmm. But it's something special, number one, to put on that high school uniform one more time. And uh, I get chill bumps watching those girls come out there as 18-year-old young ladies uh, get an opportunity to represent their high school. And uh, now to get it to do, to, now to be able to do it on this stage, you know, uh, and to be the first softball game ever to be played uh, here. And, uh, you know, fans have already said, you're going to hear me screaming from the nosebleed. <laughs> You know, the, even the fans and the That's parents great. are excited. But uh, talking about the nomination process, uh, Lisa uh, has turned that kind of kind of turns that over to me and organizing that side. So that's the role I play. Um, so this year we had three over 300 nominations, wow. uh, which is the most we've ever had. Obviously, that that leads to the excitement that's going around uh, having the game here with the with the Braves and, and the truest over 131 different high schools uh, in the state of Georgia nominated players. Just to get into some more of the numbers, so out of those 131 different high schools that were nominated, we've uh, got 68 different high schools representing on Sunday. Uh, so you're talking about uh, players from Thomasville, Georgia, to Elbert County. Uh, you've got players from Augusta all the way to Villarica. Players from Columbus to Augusta. Uh, so it, and everywhere around the metro Atlanta area. So uh, they, they, the whole state is going to be driving to, to the Battery and to Truist Park on <laughs> Sunday, which is awesome. Uh, 63 of those players of the 83 have committed to college. 26 of them are coming right here to a state college um, and, and playing. So this is uh, going to be awesome. Another excitement. That, that's the word. That That's the buzzword for this week, for sure. That's great. To, um, great that we're getting to be a part of this because I know I've been following fast pitch softball for a long time now. Uh, there was a couple close friends of mine that teach it and had a chance to watch them work. And there's not more dedicated athletes than I've ever seen than pitchers and softball players that, I, that I've watched throughout the years that, that are really looking to go to the next level. And they put the time in. I mean, from very young till their senior in high school, they are dedicated to, to uh, get get to be as, as good as I can. So I'm excited to watch them play. I mean, we've got the, the top 80 girls here, so we're hoping that everybody's going to come out and watch them. You going to come out here, Ricky, and check it out? Well, as you've heard me talk on here before, <laughs> one of my, I mean, I'm a lifelong Braves fan, but some of my favorite sports memories are I've got twin younger sisters and watching them play softball for seven years, starting in fifth or sixth grade, sixth grade, I think. One started a year earlier than the other one. If they listen, then I'll, well, I actually, Katie's going to say, well, I actually played a year longer than she did, so. <laughs> Let me get it right. Uh, but but watching them play softball for those years, starting when they were starting middle school all the way through high school, uh, those are just some of my favorite memories, not just sports memories, but just lifetime memories. So, And it was through them that I, I've always been a baseball fan, but it was through them that I started to gain a true appreciation for how great softball is. And I tune in and watch the College World Series every year now. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a great, great sport. Uh, Braves.com slash softball Allstate 2022, by the way. You can come out and watch watch the, 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 the Allstate game this weekend i'm curious what's the i've already read about it on the website but for our people listening what's what's the format of the of the game and how are the games or how is this going to work i even think i saw there's going to be a home run derby gonna be all kinds of stuff so what when people come out here to truist park this weekend what can they expect to see yeah so 
four games. Uh, so we, like Lisa mentioned earlier, we divide up the state into four uh, teams. Um, so we have regions one and two, which is mainly I-20 southward. It will be on one team. Um, and then uh, then you have regions three and four, five, six, seven, and eight. So if you're familiar with your high school, uh, their, whatever region they participate in is where they're to be, how they'll be divided up. So there'll be a game that starts at nine. Uh, then there'll be a game that starts at 1045 right after that. Uh, and then during the middle is what I thoroughly enjoy. And if you want to see some athletic girls come and watch this skills competition, uh, if you think Matt Olson hit some shots in the chop house, <laughs> you might see an 18-year-old nice. young lady hit a softball uh, in, in the chop house this weekend. Um, you know, the fields are, a fence will be set up at 200 foot for our home run derby, but I would not be surprised if some of these girls got it over the big fence. They are legitimate full-scale athletes that, that, that nothing matches that on, that we're going to see field. playing in the women's college world series one day that's right so some of these athletes so, will watch yeah so it's going to be fun uh then we'll get a chance to to watch uh, see how fast these girls are down the line we'll time them in that uh, we'll see how hard they can throw across the diamond so it, it's just going to be a fun fun op- opportunity for that and then uh right after that starting around two o'clock there'll be a uh, two more games so at two and uh 3 45 we'll start the last one and uh it's a fast-paced game. For those of you that have watched it on TV, you come here. It is a much faster game in person than what you can expect. Uh, Lisa's been around it her whole life. I've, I've been around it, fortunately, for the last 20 years in high school. And uh, if I had my choice, I've grew up playing baseball since I was five and being around baseball at high school and college level, uh, coaching it. But if I had my choice, it would be softball because of how fast-paced it is. Mm-hmm. The effort that these girls put into it uh, on the field, off the field, their, their mentality uh, – uh, and what you're going to get a chance to see is the best of the best. So if you think your high school team is good, you come out here and watch these 82 uh, girls get after it this weekend. Even though it's going to be an exhibition, all-star event, uh, there's still going to be some competitive nature in these girls. And, and that's what's fun about it. As you mentioned, you know, that the softball and the College World Series on TV is growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. National Fast Pitch Association or uh, with the pro game is, is growing to different states. And this is where they get their girls from. We've had girls in, uh, uh, play for the University of Oklahoma uh, that have won uh, two of the last three or four national championships. They, they have played. Uh, Jana Johns played in this game. Uh, we've had girls that win College World Series at the University of Florida, University of Alabama, played in the College World Series at the University of Georgia, LSU. They've played in this game. So the ones that you see on ESPN in May, you're going to see them in person this weekend, and then you can watch them play in Oklahoma City in May. So it's a, it's a really fun thing uh, to be able to watch. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I uh, I can't help but think about the young girls that we got to see this summer. So as we do our clinics across Atlanta, we had over 650 plus uh, young ladies that were a part of our clinics. And we brought some college players. It was all run by college players. So um, Lisa Kimmy and Ashley Hilton from um, the Pitcher's Mound, they uh, helped us run those clinics. And we got young ladies who were in college or just out of college. So we've been contacting some of them say, hey, you need to come out and watch. These are some of the girls you 
you're going to be looking at you're looking up to that are going to the next level so please come up. we've had some whole teams sign up which has been really yeah. nice so we've been trying to get the word out and of course we're connected to a lot of the parks and rec directors around here and and trying to let them know what we've been doing because you know we've identified some areas that we really want to be a part of this is one of them at the high school level and of course on the boys side we we do one of the classifications for the georgia high school state championships and then um, that's difficult for us we can't do that in softball because of you know we're still playing at the time and uh, so this was an event that we saw and then of course our clinics and then the braves country battles for softball that we do throughout the southeast and trying to find ways where we can impact and get and, and be a part of in your organization which is um and just so everybody knows that's not your this is not your full-time job you guys are both teachers no, right no that's our teaching's our full-time there job. you go that's yeah right. you guys are teachers and so you're doing this uh, i know you're doing mainly because you probably want to give back and and feel like this is uh something that you've been called to do so we appreciate everything that y'all are doing and and uh looking forward to it i know that um it may be a little chilly but we should not have any rain. So that's the that's, good news. That, that's, no rain. Right. that's right. We can handle a little bit we'll of cold, well. right? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Well, piggybacking off of something Greg just mentioned there, giving back, what is it? And at least I'll start with you as a question for both of you. What is personally rewarding for, for y'all to work with the, just the Georgia uh, Dugout Club and, and this event and just all the work you're putting into that? What is personally rewarding for you about that? Well, just, you know, growing the game and empowering young women in sports. I mean, that's that's what I've done my whole life. And, you know, I grew up playing softball, basketball, golf, everything I could play. I have two daughters. One of them is completely crazy about the game, and I look forward to seeing her continue to grow in the game. But, you know, I've coached, this is my 29th year coaching high school softball in the state of Georgia, and people, you know, ask me sometimes, why do you still do it? And I because I love the game and, you know, giving back and watching these young ladies grow and then become, uh, you know, women in sports or women outside of sports. But because they were in sports, they are leaders in what they go and do uh, after being a part of, of such a great team sport is what softball is. So um, I was lucky enough that Harvey Cochran invited me to be a big part of starting softball and the Georgia Dugout Club uh, several years ago. And, you know, I brought Matt on board. You know, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with, right? So you got to surround yourself with good people. And we've just had a really good partnership through the years and helping uh, the dugout club grow the sport and softball. And so that is just my passion, and that's why I do it. How about you, Matt? Yeah, well, obviously, being a guy, I didn't play softball growing up. You know, I played baseball. And the very first softball game I ever watched was when I was at Spalding High School in Griffin, and I was the head softball coach. And I got in that third-base coaching box against one of the greatest coaches of all time in, in the state of Georgia, a Hall of Famer and Debbie Ball and I looked over my shoulder and saw those girls hooting and hollering and it was like zero to zero and it was the first pitch of the game and I'm like we haven't even started yet like, <laughs> what is the deal here but I fell in love with it immediately and I kind of hinted on I mentioned it earlier it's the passion that these girls have it is contagious and I fell in love with it those seven or eight years that I was a head coach then I moved over uh, to be an assistant coach at East Coweta High uh, when I moved to Noonan and uh, just fell in love with it there and uh, um, an opportunity, like Lisa said, to be able to give it back and to have these young coaches that are a part of our association uh, to help them and kind of mentor them so that they can continue to grow the game and and to display the, the great athletes that we have in the state of Georgia. Uh, sometimes softball can get overshadowed playing in the fall. You know, you got football going on, which is a major, major issue. You know, obviously in the state of Georgia, you know, every little small town loves their football team. Uh, and every big town loves their football team, too. But, uh, you know, sometimes in the fall, it, the girls can get overshadowed. And, um, 
they shouldn't. You know, the state of Georgia is a hotbed, a hotbed for softball in around the country. Uh, outside of California and Arizona and out west, we college coaches come from all over to watch softball here in the state of Georgia. And it's actually now trickling down to where they come and watch these high school games. It used to be to where they would just watch the travel games and um, uh, the travel tournaments and the showcases, but now they're actually coming to watch our high school talent. And, uh, and it's hopefully a little small part that Lisa and I have helped in our organization with the help of our executive board members from across the state. Um, our membership is growing every year. Is This year it's uh, higher than it's ever been. And because uh, it's just a, it's a great sport. It's a great game. When people watch it, I've not heard a single person say, and that's boring or that's not exciting. <laughs> uh, if you sit and watch it, it, it's an exciting game. And I'm just happy that I get to play a role and that Lisa's allowed me for these many years to, to help. Well, one thing that I can say from a baseball fan and, and a former player that when I watch the girls' game, it is much more well-rounded than the guys' game right now. The girls still do everything. They yes. hit it out of the ballpark. They bunt it. They slap it. They do all the kind of things. Um, we can't say that about the game of baseball right now. It's changed a little bit from what I'm used to. But but anyway, it's still great. But you, I, I will say, and I've just known you guys just a short time, but your passion for what's going on is contagious too. So thank you for your enthusiasm and for helping us uh, or allowing us to be a part of this because we're real excited about it around here. Of course, I had a, an opportunity to hire uh, JB, who who played at Georgia, and then um, Doug, who who played Division One baseball as well. And so they helped me in this endeavor, and they've been excited about all the stuff that we're doing. So this is just something else that we're very thankful that we're a part of, that we were able to fit that in, and that it works with all that we're doing. So I know that we're going to make an impact, and I think this hopefully will become a signature event every year uh, for our, our softball development and growing the game. And uh, so we're just going to continue to find ways to, to make it bigger and better. And But you know what? I don't think you need to do much more other than come watch these girls play, right? That's going to do all the talking for us. So um, so can't wait for Sunday and, and uh, look forward to it. But we appreciate you guys being here. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.